Shot to center field, that's a base hit. Maldonado scores, Altuve around third base. He'll score, a two-run single for Alvarez. It's seven to two Astros. Hour three, Toby and TJ with you here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. October 19 is the date. Sun is up. It's going to be a high of 81 today. Looking a little warmer now on Saturday, high of 88, although it... Wow. Won't be That's that hot. until after our game. It'll be in the uh, mid to high 70s at kickoff, warming into the low 80s throughout the game. That is not hot, you big baby. We have been in the hundreds for I, I mean, hot for this many, time of many, year many days. Um, maybe you could get a ticket under the awning so you could be in the shade. I just meant the for lower this time bowl. of year. It's not hot in comparison to September games typically, but yeah, it's warm for this time of year. Does OU have a special teams problem? That was another topic I heard on the uh, rush last night. Was uh, Oklahoma's got a they special worry. They teams worry a lot problem. on that show, don't they? They worry they a lot. They seem to be kind of <laughs> caller generated. <laughs> Their texters are very worried. I mean, people. I guess you could worry about the kicking game and some different do, aspects do of it. Do you feel like? I mean, are you worried? I, about the kicker, kicker, do you think the kicker? One of the the question was brought up: Will the, will we see a change at kicker this week? Every time they go out to punt or kick a field goal, I am nervous. Yeah, even like a chip shot. Like I, so, I guess that is tells that me, yeah, I don't have a lot of trust. Because of our kicker, or is that always the case? That's not always the case. So I'm just assuming then that I don't have the trust in the kicking game. So I guess that would be your answer there. And why is that? Not arguing with you. I'm just research. I'm, I'm investigating. It hasn't this been as solid as we've seen in past years. It hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't been as solid, especially the punting game. Okay. Okay, Turk so spoils here. you a little bit, you know. He was pretty excellent. Uh, At least what I remember. That's how I have it in my head. So the problem with Turk was this. He had a big leg, but he kept kicking it he into the it end zone. He kicked it out of the end zone. Yeah, yeah, I know you're right. Uh, okay, so here are the numbers so far. I'm looking at the Big 12 stats. Kicking stats. 
uh, field goals, eight for ten, which is uh, it's the fifth best percentage in the league. We have not kicked as many as some, more than others. Uh, let me see here. OSU has missed three. Baylor's missed three. Iowa State's missed four. These are teams that have missed more than us. Texas have missed five. UCF's missed three. Tech's missed four. TCU's missed six. Houston's missed four. OU's had two missed field goals. Have the others, though, had many more opportunities? And some more, some less. It's yeah. I'd say we're right in the middle. Okay. Uh, I'll just go down the list. We are... We've had 10 attempts. We've made 8 out of 10. Kansas has had 8 attempts. Cincinnati, 13. OSU, 18. West Virginia, 6. Baylor, 14. Iowa State, 16. Kansas State, 7. Texas, 17. UCF, 10. Tech, 12. BYU, 6. TCU, 16. Houston, 8. So I'd say we're right in the middle of number of attempts. And 5th out of 14 teams in percentage made punting we are 12th out of 14 in average yards per punt 37.3 ucf by the way dead last averaging 31 yards a punt wow i might would be able to do that however ou does not have a single touchback this year which is fantastic you don't want to kick it into the end zone. Many times they have forced opponents to start inside the 20-yard line. Hmm. PATs, 35 for 35. So why is there this perception, if our kicker is 8 for 10 and 35 for 35, why is the question being asked, will we see a change at kicker this week? Why do you feel shaky when he goes out there? Um... I don't know because that's better than what I thought. I, if, I, if you would have asked me, I would have said that he was maybe seven for thirteen. <laughs> so it feels like he's it missed feels six like field the goals. Two have been uh, massive. I mean, one of those being Texas, so maybe that's why it like the the seems... one in or that one that hit the wall of wind. Right, we we're angry at. Yeah, okay. there wasn't much of a wind at that point. I just don't know what happened. Um, mm-hmm. No, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Why I feel that way because. Years past, I feel pretty confident for the most part, and it's probably been similar. We, how numbers. about this? We had a punt blocked, but we have also blocked two punts. Yeah. You don't want to get a punt blocked. I don't know who to blame that on. I don't know if that's the punter or if that's the protection, but that happened. Hmm. We, we've played two punters. Has one been better than the other, or have you even paid attention? Like, Plaster's got the majority of the kicks, but Elzinga's got a fair fair number of them. Yeah, and I think they're pretty similar probably in their averages and stuff. So I don't know that one's oh, been better than the other. Up. I could look that up, yeah. Plaster's huh. probably been better. All right, well, let's uh, – listeners out there, does OU have a special teams problem? That seems to be a pervasive thought I'm hearing this week, and if so, why? Uh, Zach Schmidt, 8 for 10. Let me see the punters. Aver- okay, Plaster's averaging 40.3. Elzinga's averaging 37.0. So Plaster about a little over three yards Four a yards. kick more. Yeah. Uh, he's had two of over 50 yards. Neither one of them have had a touchback. We have not had any kind of 
Have we had any kind of a big return in either a kickoff or punt game? Um, remember it seems a like return. It seems like there was one that maybe came out to the forty or fifty. Here we go. Maybe Point SMU highs. Uh, long punt re- two is the longest punt return. Does it have? It does not have. Or maybe it's on the next page here. No. Does not have longest kickoff return against us. I don't think. Okay. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, to me, just looking at the stats there, doesn't seem like a lot to be concerned. I understand the Texas game didn't go great. So that's the most recent memory. They got a punt blocked and they missed a field goal. But the totality of work this year, 8 for 10, made every extra point. Punting distance hasn't been great, but no touchbacks. So that seems like like average to above, maybe slightly. Not, not brilliant, not great, but not terrible. I don't know. You tell me. 405 People are blown Toby, quit confusing TJ with facts. Thank well, you. stats aren't everything. I was just trying – I'm trying to decide for myself whether I should be worried about our kicker because I feel like everybody else has become – or a lot of people have become worried about our kicker. Um, here's John Whitson. Special teams hasn't been an issue all year, but it was an issue against Texas. They gave up a fake punt. They had a punt block. They missed a field goal, and they had an execution error on a big touchdown return. Execution error on a big touchdown return. Hmm. Is he talking about the reverse? It wasn't a touchdown. The reverse that uh, they, they ruled it was a lateral. Maybe so. Or, or maybe forward so. That pass. OU ran. Yeah, maybe so. It wasn't a touchdown, but it was a long return. So, yes, against Texas, they had special teams. Definitely, there was not a good special teams day against Texas. That's true. Let me see what this is. Uh, so, here's my – this is from Brett. So, here's my question about special teams. How many times going into games do you think that we have an advantage on special teams? It just feels like that all of the three special teams is truly our weakness. Okay. Well, of offense, defense, and special teams, I would agree. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. How many times do we have an advantage? Well, Farouk's been pretty good. Gavin Freeman had a punt return for a touchdown. He hasn't really had an opportunity to do much since then. And then we've gone over. The, they've blocked two punts. The kicker's 8 for 10, and they haven't had a touchback yet. So I would say in most games, that collection of stats gives you an advantage over the opponent. Not all games, but in most. They did not win special teams against Texas. That's true. Let's give it another week and see if it improves. JP Sooner says, I'd rather see Elzinga uh, get more opportunities because I think he has the higher upside as an overall punter after seeing those dance moves. That, now, that's the best point I've heard so far. <laughs> the seven-minute video had a lot of Elzinga dancing in that's it. That's right. And he looked fantastic doing it. So, uh, Block punt was on the punter, this texter says. All right. Uh, because he hasn't made any long field goals and he hasn't made one under pressure. 
Maybe they're talking about that's why I feel the way I do about him. I don't know. Um, Let me you see have to be group. able to make a 40-yard kick in huge situations. Well, So they don't touch them in pressure situations, perhaps. What pressure situation has he been in other than the one last Saturday? That would be it. I mean, you could probably go back to last year with some on the yeah, kicking I'm, game. I'm but see what his career long is here. Um, what's our kicker's name? Zach Schmidt. <laughs> Greg McElroy. Mackle, Mackle, uh, career long forty six. So he's made he made a forty six yarder this year, and he made a forty six yarder in twenty twenty one. So they're mad about the miss in the fourth quarter against Texas. Into the wind. That, and I think a lot of the things that possibly that John listed there. Um, this one says, I think the kicking game is fine generally, but I'm nervous for either when it's a gotta have it moment, both with field goals and flipping the field with punts. Last year, did we have some like f- big field goal at the end of games that that he missed? Um, there were a lot of close games, so perhaps or there were ones that maybe would have tied it, or I would think in some yeah. of those one score games that would have been the situation. I, I would think so too. I'm just it's not coming to mind yeah. off the top of my head. Uh, uh, Sean wants to know, so you would trust uh, Schmidt making a 40 yard game winning field goal? Um. No, 30, 35, yes. I don't know about 40 and beyond. I have no problem with the distance. I think he's got plenty of leg. We watch him make 60 yarders in pregame, 55 and 60 yarders, and he's the kickoff guy who, let me see what his touchback percentage is, Uh, 30 out of 47 kickoffs he's kicked through the end zone this year. So I'm not worried about how big his leg is. Uh, would I trust him any more or less than any other kicker? I don't know. I don't have a negative perception of Zach Schmidt. Several people say he missed one at Tech last year. And and West Virginia is what someone else is saying. I guess I just feel like, like kickers miss kicks from time to time. Like college kickers... Like, 8 out of 10 is about all you can hope for, right? Like, I don't have a feeling that my kicker is going to make every kick. We've had some that I would probably take ahead of Zach. Maybe some I definitely would take behind him. I don't know. I, I have never had this, like, overwhelming negative perception of Zach Schmidt. But I'm having to rethink it this week because I hear a lot of people after that miss at Texas that are doubting him now and want to see what else we have at kicker. So I'm just trying to – it sounds like I'm sticking up for him. I'm trying to figure out how I feel about him, I guess. (laughs) This one says we need to get off kickers and on to the subject that matters. Teddy's ran on flag football in the Olympics was worth a listen, although audio needs cleaned up. Safe to say he's on TJ's script. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. I didn't hear that part either. Would I trust him to – what was Sean's question? Would I trust was him he, to make a 40-yarder? I don't know that I would trust any kicker to make a 40-yarder with a game on the – that's a nerve-wracking situation. NFL, college, or otherwise, I don't know that I trust any kicker. Like, oh, yeah, he's got this. Uh, 
I definitely don't feel like if they put in the backup kicker, I would trust him more than Zach Schmidt. But I don't know. I am open to you guys planting more doubt in my mind if you feel like I need more doubt. Yeah, the one at Tech was an overtime miss. Um, that one's getting brought up a lot here. Hmm. Uh, this one says, though, I don't care what the ref said. That one at Tech was good. <laughs> oh, is that the one that that's went the over, one the, that top went over the... the top of it? Yeah, that's right. Boy, you guys have great memories. Break time, 819, back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. RK Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Your office management leader. Technology solutions including copiers, fax, printers, scanners. They can help you with everything in your office Keep your network up and running. Been doing it since 1952. RK Black, RK 405-943-9800. topic woke people up. Holy cow. Yeah, there's a lot of text on the text my, line. I'm getting a text to my individual line. That's when you know you've really woke people up. When, uh, you know what? I got to go directly to Toby on this one. Uh, punts block, short punts under 40, main issue. This one, we can't flip the field with our punter. Hang on a second on that. I want to talk about that for a okay. second. We've had one punt blocked, right? Have we had? I thought it was two, but maybe that one felt like two. It did feel. It felt like ten. <laughs> Is there? Has there been another punt block this year? We've blocked two. Um, I may be thinking of the ones that OU has blocked. That maybe it only is one. So we don't have a guy with a cannon. Okay, uh, Plaster and Elzinga. Neither one of them have a cannon. So here's what I. Th- I mean, it appears to me they have done. Because we mentioned the longest return they've had against them is two yards this year. So it seems to me they have said, because some of these, a lot of plasters punts, and I'm I'm guessing maybe people don't like visually looking at this, is low-line drive drive with the rollout. Yes. And those aren't visually pleasing, but they are many times effective because it it causes – no return in a lot of circumstances, and the rollout, you know, adds to your yardage. So I think they have maybe said, all right, we don't have a guy with a cannon. Let's just make sure we don't give up any returns and we don't kick it in the end zone. No touchbacks, make opponents start inside the 20, and don't give up any returns. And they've done that. They had the one punt block. That's a bad, bad, bad mess up. But... The other two things they've accomplished. Okay, go ahead. They had the one beautiful punt, too, in the Texas game that rolled all the way to the two or three and then got called back. Um, I don't remember what the penalty mm. was, but that was a nice one. Uh, let's see here. I think uh, my only concern about Schmidt is he seems to have consistency issues with good ball contact. As far as the punter, I feel like most of Elzinga's punts have – I don't know why this does this. It puts the most – Recent on the or the beginning of the text on the bottom, and then puts the rest of it up above it. It's still weird. I think the rest of the punts have been from midfield trying to pin the opponent inside the twenty, which would affect his yard per punt stat. What was the first part of that? Uh, that most of his punts have uh, been from midfield. the The beginning of it was uh, Schmidt his consistency issues with good ball contact. 
I wonder if they mean on kickoffs on that. Maybe. Or maybe they there, feel that there some was of one... field goals are made, but they're ugly going through. Okay. All right. uh, punt called back for running into the kicker. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. They, they benefited from it. That's what it was. Yeah. So oh, you benefited from it when they had the nice one. <laughs> so it didn't matter either way. Um, let's see. Punting biggest issue, field position important for championship seasons. Agree. But, yeah, I agree. I don't really have an argument there. They, they don't have a big-legged kicker. I don't think that's fixable right now, though, Like unless they're going to have open tryouts. So if you don't have Turk, well, BV said at the beginning of the season, and I didn't research this stat. I'm just going to tell you what he said. He said they had 10 touchbacks last year. Ten times they kicked the ball into the end zone on a punt. And all ten times the opponent scored a touchdown. Now, that is on your defense, too, because you only get the ball at the 20-yard yeah, line. Yeah, I was going to say, how about getting a stop, Brent? But it was an emphasis of them to, let's quit kicking the ball in the end zone and let's make them start inside the 20 or inside the 10 or inside the 5. So I think they have settled for it. Okay, go ahead. What else you got? Let's see what else we have here. Um, looks like some of these are picks that I'm trying not to miss here. Here's the OU kickers since 2000, okay? You tell me which one you like the most. Michael Honeycutt, Austin Seibert, Gabe Burkich. I'm not going in order. Garrett Hartley, Trey DiCarlo, Jim, Jimmy Stevens, uh, Tim Duncan. Those are the ones, the, the main ones. There's a few other that have a kick here or there, but those are the main ones. Did you have a, Hartley, a, a one uh, you felt best about in those? Uh, won a Super Bowl and wants you to watch out for trains. That's true. Yeah. Is that the kicker that OU has had that you were, you felt? Okay, so Sean asked the question, you got a 40-yarder to win a game. Do you trust Schmidt? Of those guys I mentioned, which one do you think? I want that guy kicking I it I think the most. that's the answer for me, yeah. Garrett Hartley? Hartley? Yeah, I think so. Hartley missed 11 field goals and seven extra points in his career. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Liar. Michael Honeycutt missed 15 field goals and six extra points. Austin Seibert missed 16 field goals and five extra points. Gabe Burkich missed 12 field goals and four extra points. Trey DiCarlo missed 17 field goals and nine extra points. Jeez. Jimmy Stevens missed 10 field goals and eight extra points. Tim Duncan missed 16 field goals and three extra points. Zach Schmidt has missed eight field goals and no extra points. He's kicked less than those guys. Right. Okay. Right. I'm not telling you he's better than any of them. I just like I feel like like this is what happens with kickers. Like they miss field goals from time to time. At least he's 90 for 90 in extra points. That's there great. were some of those dudes. You were Guaranteed letting... he misses one now this week, by the way. Some of those misses, about. you were letting those, some of those dudes boot from 50. So Schmidt uh, I don't has think not had I any 50-yard tries. I don't think you're letting him go from 50 or beyond. Some of those you did in certain situations. So we don't think some he's got a big leg. big games. So, hmm. I mean, maybe I'll he does. I'm just saying I don't know that I recall seeing it. Yeah. 
someone is asking the point here. Why does it seem that the kickers, once they get on campus, get worse once they're on campus? Meaning they start out a good for a year or two, but then tell off. I that would be Schmitz that would be with better. Gabe. That would be with Gabe Burkett with the the burrito situation. Definitely Burkett. Yeah, Schmidt's been much better this year than last year. Yeah, I just think we expect kickers to make every kick, and we get mad at kickers when they don't make every kick. Shouldn't and we? Kickers don't You've make got every kick. One job. Well, you think I ever make a mistake here? I haven't found one yet. I don't know that <laughs> and we'd have to have a kicker on. You know what? Lasher. We should get Lasher on. I, w- I don't know what percentage of missed field goals are on the kicker and what percentage of missed field goals are on the holder or the snapper or what. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, I, think, I think it is irrational to think they're going to make every kick. Somebody's in love. Go sign him to an NIL deal already. Have him sell some books. By you the guys way, haven't convinced me yet that I should be nervous about this guy. By the way, CJ in Midwest City would like to know how to get a signed copy of your book for his daughter. Who? CJ in Midwest City. Oh, email TJ. TJ, get me his email and we'll, we'll work that out. All right. Anything else for me here? Uh, you can give me a couple of picks if you want. Let's see here. Let's go back down to the beginning so I can get some of these. B.A. Brad wants the Seahawks. B.A. Brad. Oh, so that uh, B.A. Brad? Let me see if he signs at something else sometimes. B.A. Brad out last week for no pick. Let's see. He had the Bills last week. All right, Seahawks this week. A.M. Yes. All right, he's back on the mountain. Back on. Has anybody had a Heisman Trophy winner call in to support them yet? Not yet, not yet. But we did have someone text in and say, "Look, if you can get a dead Heisman Trophy winner to call in, then you should automatically win King of the Mountain." So I think that's probably true. That's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> uh, last one I'll give you here. Jeff. We've only lost one, right? Billy? Uh, Billy is the only one, yeah. Vessels. We're not laughing at that. No, no let's right. make sure we don't scare some people, though. Uh, Jeff G uh, is going Seattle in this week's King of the Mountain. Uh-oh. I see this is back-to-back. We've hit the Uh-oh. rough spot here. Uh-oh. Jeff G. Yeah, the Vikings. Does he have another name? Week. Jeff G, Jeff G, Jeff G. I've got all his picks as Jeff G. Hmm. Jeff G out in week three. Oh, let's see here. Week two and week three, no picks. Oh, I've got them here. Got Make it. sure they're on the right day. Check it during the commercial break and see if he's got the times and the dates and all that kind of stuff, right? Because for some reason we kicked him out. Oh, you're out, Jeff G. You send in your picks on a Monday, September yeah, okay. 11th. Get there out. There you go. Get out. 834. We'll be back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Big 12 media days yesterday for basketball. Uh, They met in Kansas City. Porter Moser took um, Milos Uzan and Trey Darthard up there with him. And uh, we are now, whew, it's the 19th, I think we start on the 6th or 7th, what are we about, 
three weeks away, something like that. Getting close is the point. Um, so here's a yeah, two weeks from Monday. From this upcoming Monday. Upcoming Monday, yeah. Okay, so two and a half, something like that. Um. Porter Moser sat down with the media up there and um, was asked about a variety of things. One of the funny things that happened, TJ, is they took a picture of all of the head coaches together, and Porter was was right next to Bill Self. And Porter said, um, this was uh, reported by someone who was watching this, Porter said, I can't get too close to Bill or they'll call a foul. <laughs> And Bill said, especially if we're at home. Oh, that's funny. That's pretty good. Uh, here's a little of what Porter had to say about his team this year. What we need, we have not been that athletic. And we knew we needed to be longer, faster, and more athletic. I mean, this league is just defensively it's so good. You need some speed. Um, the rebounding is elite. You need some size. But I, I think that was the first thing we just said is that, you know, we've got to get we've got to get faster, more athletic to play the pace we want to play, to defend and create offense. And that was the biggest need that, that, that we, we set out to get. You seem like you really added in your backcourt. Young man from uh, from Siena, Javian. Yeah. Uh, Los is over here, solid freshman year. Yeah. Sounds like he's been growing. Yeah. Um, shooting, uh, uh, the young man from Denton. The Trey Dardhart. Trey Dardhart, yeah. really shoot it. Um, that probably fits the way you want to play also on offense. Well, Javion, right out of the gate, he you know he just brings incredible speed mm -hmm. uh, and shooting. Yeah. He can do it, you know, and I just think the pace is going to get uh, the better. Latre, we set out, I, I love recruiting guys that have won and been part of great programs. And him at Utah Valley there, they, you know, they back-to-back -back championships there. Yeah. And he was on the all-defensive team, and he was first-team all-league. He can really shoot it, and combined with some other guys. But, my, like, Milos is, you know, he... He earned the starting spot about seven or eight games in and just flourished. Yeah. He ended up average about nine and a half in the league. Um, I thought he was really good, and he's just taken another step physically. Um, and But we're excited to have a floor general at 6'4 that can see and do some things. Yeah. What he's done, he's been a great leader for the newcomers coming in at a young age. Sometimes those guys are juniors and seniors. Yeah. And you're doing it. He's a sophomore, and he's been a great leader so far in the offseason. I got to get by practice. And... Uh... And see these guys, so I can, so I can give a first-hand account on what they look like. Um, man, I wonder if uh, maybe today or tomorrow, if I could get my ducks in a row, maybe I could work that out. But I need to get by, um, so that there's just so many question marks and unknowns and new guys and everything uh, that I would love to be able to lay my eyes on them and, and be able to come back and tell you guys a little bit of. of uh, at least a, a hint at what to expect this year, but I'm starting to get excited. I'm Perhaps get just excited. stand outside a window and watch them as they uh, do their work inside. Are you going to hold that against me my whole life? <laughs> it was that creepy song. Kudos to Ronnie Morris, by the way. Ronnie Morris on Twitter has tweeted, at Baker Mayfield, would you by chance call T-Rose Morning Show on my behalf to ask that I be put back on the King of the Mountain competition. I screwed up and picked Washington to defeat the Bears. I'm sure you're busy, but this is of somewhat to very little importance. <laughs> this, this is day one of Ronnie tweeting this. He'll now begin a uh, day two, day three, day four nah, That's campaign. Ronnie Crimson. Oh, that's Crimson. That's Ron, this that's is right. Ronnie Morris. Gotcha, okay. <laughs> I don't think he's going to have much luck here because he has not tweeted 
Baker Mayfield's actual account. It's like a some other Baker Mayfield fan account or something, I think. <laughs> it only has 325 followers, whatever that, account he's tweeted. That, so. that guy that runs that account's like, all right, I'll call in, whatever. A fake Baker Mayfield is not going to get you back on the mountain, Ronnie, but I appreciate your effort. Fantastic creativity by you. Um, okay. Any other picks or thoughts on special teams on the text line before we uh, get Chris in here next segment? Well, I'm sure there are. Let's see here. Let me scroll down. Where did you land on whether we should be concerned about special teams? I'm confused or not? now. Don't don't don't. Uh, I am too. Don't confuse me with facts. That's what. Here's Mike what told I feel. You. Here's what I feel. And and this probably irritates people about me from time to time, among many other things. Sometimes there is just an accepted general opinion that sweeps over the fan base. We've all decided this is a fact. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know that I agree with that. Is that really, like, who decided this is a fact? Like, we have just generally decided our kickers stink. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm 100% on board about that or not. If I, if I told you today, we're halfway through the season, that I will give you 80% of made field goals the rest of the season. Would you take it? Do any of those 20% of misses come in a Big 12 championship game or playoff game if Oklahoma is lucky enough to make it? I don't it? know. I don't know. You got it, but you got an 80% <laughs> chance he's going to make uh, the field goal. Nah, I need closer to 90 before I'm satisfied. Well, yeah. we don't have one of those on campus. All right. Well, better start holding tryouts. Let me see who's got the best percentage in the Big 12. By the here. way, quit texting your own show. Me? I scrolled past one here about something. How about we not be negative and just be positive and show reinforcement that we love the kicker? Something along those lines. I like that person. <laughs> <laughs> just give him a pat on the back and tell him, that missed field goal that lost the game's all right. We'll get him next time. Well, if you want him to make the next one, that is the best strategy, by the way. Um, so the best kicker in the Big 12 so far has been whoever the Kansas kicker is. He's seven for eight. Uh, Cincinnati's at 85%, 11 of 13. Look, Oklahoma just go State score touchdowns. Don't put it on the kicker. Well, that's true. Come on, we have, Malebi. We have only tried 10 field goals this year. But you didn't answer the question. 80% take it or leave it. I'd take it. i take it, I guess. See, I mean, but you properly reflect kind of the feeling of the fan base. Just make them all. Why can't you just we've make them all? We've only asked you to make 10. Right. How hard is it? Come on. How hard is it to kick a ball 45 yards with large people running at you in a quick manner? I've seen people kicking for chicken that nail it every time. I do love kicking for chicken. The people... <laughs> We get so many complaints about people in the stadium about kicking for oh, chicken. Oh, why are they I, kicking for chicken again? Uh, Nobody cares about kicking for chicken. The place goes wild when they make it, too. <laughs> I would do kicking for chicken every time out if it was up to me. I love it. 
847. Chicken for uh, yeah, Chicken, by the way, brought to you by Chick-fil-A. I would suggest the Chick-fil-A over oh, here on boy. 12th Avenue Northeast in Norman. Great for tailgating this weekend. Get your platters there, your lemonade, your gallons of tea. Why don't they you can go do it all. for sellout crowd? 310-3189. Hey, I haven't been a guest on sellout, so shut it. 847. Chris Plank joins us next.